ho, and ho. Happy Hanukkah, friends. Nick Foles is officially still the best quarterback in the city of Philadelphia. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. A lot of stuff to talk about today. Obviously, some NFL stuff went down. Some uh, NHL stuff went down. No, we're going to talk about a lot of that. But Santa Claus, he's been get, gifting some uh, some big gifts early on for a lot of teams pushing into the playoffs, like the Ravens. We'll talk about them, along with all the MLB drama, because, you know, free agency's getting nuts out there, and some basketball, NHL, and, of course, college football. We'll get into all of that right here on the Sports 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 Podcast, which starts right now. Welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. Now, first off, I have to apologize for the um, wires. Uh, unfortunately, we had a little bit of malfunction with our old, good old audio mic here, but that's okay. I think Santa Claus is going to gift us some uh, new toys for Christmas. <clears throat> By the way, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. For those of you who are new to the show, please just drink it in. It's going to be like this every week. Every Sunday, by the way, which is when we put these podcasts up. So if you like what you hear, please go to YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, or Facebook. Type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. Just look for that star with the sports, sports, sports words going across of it. And uh, hit that subscribe button. That way you can find us every time we do a new show, which, by the way, is every Sunday. Pretty sure I said that. I don't even know. I'm all hopped up on Christmas, people. Okay. It's been a pretty bland weekend here. We lost our power for two days. Thankfully, it's back, so we can do the show. Otherwise, uh, I we probably wouldn't have one this week. But it's a Christmas miracle. The lights are back on, just like in Hanukkah. All right, let's talk about some football. This weekend, on Saturday, the Titans got the best of the Redskins. That was gift right there for Eagles fans. And the Ravens get a win over the Chargers. The city of Baltimore is going nuts right now. Lamar Jackson, 204 yards, one touchdown. The dude was 12 for 22. All of you who tuned into last week's episode probably knows exactly how I feel about Lamar Jackson. Some of the other games from this weekend, the Bears beat the 49ers. Really close game. A lot of craziness uh, afterwards, bit of a brawl. Uh, the 49ers were leading going into halftime, but the Bears came out. They had a late touchdown. Trubisky, 246 yards. The Rams crushed the Cardinals. Cardinals are 3-12 and on this year, by the way. Uh, what else? The Falcons, they got a win over the uh, over the Panthers. Three touchdowns for um, the Falcons. Sorry. All right, the Eagles, they get a win over the Texans, 32-4. to 30, so it was a really close one. Nick Foles, get this, four touchdowns, 471 yards. When Wentz went down two weeks ago, listen, I, I live in the city of Philadelphia, so I listen to these people talk about Eagles and Philly football all day long. So when Wentz went down, people were cheering because he looked terrible all year. Nick Foles, the man, the man can do no wrong. He'll never have to buy a drink or meal in the city of Philadelphia or even Eastern PA ever again. The Packers, they get a win over the Jets in overtime. Yes, the Jets pushed a team to overtime. And not only that, though, but 
Sam Darnold had three touchdowns and over 300 yards. Now, if he could do that every week, I'd be a happy Jets fan. All right, Aaron Rodgers, though, he had 422 yards. He threw 55 times, completing 37 of those attempts. Thanks to uh, Robbie Anderson, though, the Jets had 140. Robbie Anderson for the Jets, he had 140 yards on the TD. Patriots, well, Brady was kind of iffy. There's some talk that he possibly has an injury or something going on with him. Either way, they managed to beat the Bills and clinch the division yet again. Shocker, right? The Jaguars, they get a win over the Dolphins. Ryan Tannehill, 146 yards and one touchdown. The Colts just barely, just barely beat the Giants, 28-27. to Luck with 357 yards, two TDs. Saquon Barkley was given the ball 21 times. He had a touchdown, 43 yards. The Vikings, they crushed the Lions, 27-9. to Now, if they win, uh, if they win next week... Uh, which they played the Bears, so a bit of a challenge. They can get into the playoffs, but it's not over yet. Cowboys, they get a win over the Buccaneers, and they win the the NFC East title. The Browns, they beat the Bengals. Three touchdowns for Baker Mayfield, who was accused of um, giving some sour looks over to Hugh Jackson over on the side uh, over on the sideline, but he's saying, no, it wasn't him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We know all. We all know about your shenanigans, Baker. And the Saints, they got a win over the Steelers, 31-28. to That was a huge gift to the city of Baltimore because now the Ravens have slid above the Steelers in the standings. Now, why is that important? The Ravens were in no man's land a few weeks ago. Now they're leading the division. And as much as I don't like Lamar Jackson, he's kind of been a big spark for this team. So, who knows? There is one game tonight. Uh, right now, it's the Seahawks and Chiefs. This is a big one for the Seahawks because if they win, I believe they're in. Um, so, big game for the Hawks. They're winning right now, 7-0, but it's pretty early. And then tomorrow night, we have the Raiders and the Broncos, and that's a big one for one reason and one reason only. Both of those teams are out of the running, but the Raiders could be playing their last game in the city of Oakland. And yes, we've said that before. They moved from Oakland to LA back to Oakland. But this time it could be for real. So enjoy it, Raiders fans, because you might never see them again and nobody seems to care. Next year they're talking about playing in San Francisco. So enjoy the jacked up beer prices. All right, let's look at the standings. The Patriots, of course, on top in the AFC East. We talked about them. They're going to get a buy along with Right now, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, but you know what? There's still time to see what happens. Um, on the the other teams getting in, the Texans are in, the Chargers are already in, and then that leaves you with whoever's going to lead the NFC North. So it's either going to be the Ravens or the Steelers, depending on how the next week goes. And then after that, you have the Colts and the Titans. So looking at that wild card slot, you have the right now, right now, it would be the Steelers, Colts, Titans, all fighting for one slot. Any one of those three teams could get in. And honestly, the Steelers right now are the odd man out. But the Colts and Titans play again next week. So wait, let me think about this. If the Colton, Colts and Titans play, no, the Steelers, I, I think they're done. Let me think here for a second. Yeah, because they're 8 6 and 1. The Steelers are 8 6 and 1. Colts and the Titans are nine and six. So no matter what, 
Pittsburgh just just blew it. They're out. Unless they unless hold on. They're out of the wild card, but they can still get ahead of the Ram, the Ravens if they win. Okay, if they win and the Ravens lose, I really th- should have thought this out beforehand. If they win, they're in, but if the Ravens win, then they're in, and then either the Colts or the Titans will get that other wild card slot. Does that make sense? We'll review it in a moment. All right. In the NFC, the Dallas Cowboys, of course, on top. The Bears get that third spot, and then it'll be the Rams and Saints. Both of them are going to get a bye. So who is your wild card team? Well, you have the Eagles, you have the Vikings, and you have the Seahawks all going for that those two last spots. It could be any one of them. It really could. Um, and realistically, it, it's all about who they play. So like I said, the Vikings are playing the Bears next week. That's going to be a tough challenge for them. Chicago's playing San Francisco, so they got a good shot there. And the um, the Eagles are playing Houston. No, that's that was today. Hold on a second. I'm looking at the wrong day. Look at that. I am on the wrong day next week. Oh, folks, it's not a Christmas miracle over here because apparently I can't keep up with anything right now. So um, here we go. This is this is the real next week. Minnesota plays the Bears, okay? The Eagles play Washington, okay? So the Eagles should get that win, but the Seahawks, where are those Seahawks at? They're playing Arizona. So what I think is most likely to happen here is... Seattle's definitely going to win. The Eagles are definitely going to win, right? So, I mean, it, why would why would Seattle lose to a three and a three and fifteen team or whatever they are? They're not. They're not going to lose to them. So, Seattle's most likely going to get one of those two slots, and then the other one's going to go to either the Eagles or the Vikings. And it really just depends on if the Vikings can beat Chicago. But realistically, anything can happen. Like I said, Tennessee. And uh, Tennessee and Indianapolis, that's the big game because the winner the winner there gets in. And then the Ravens, they're playing the Browns while Pittsburgh plays the Bengals. So honestly, I'm just, next week's football, it's going to be mind-blowing. It, it literally will be mind-blowing this last little march into the playoffs. So folks, if you're not watching, now's the time to start watching. Christian McCaffrey, he had a big day today. Uh, what were some of the other big headlines here? Uh, LaShawn McCoy did not start due to a situation with their coach. Uh, Nick Foles, I did mention, he looked fantastic, but uh, he did have a bit of a big hit. Looks like he'll be okay for Week 17. Uh, CJ Anderson, yeah, Todd Gurley went down. Uh, it's it's not serious. They're saying he's day-to-day, but CJ Anderson at least came in and rushed for 167 yards. Good work, CJ. We miss you guys. Uh, we miss we miss you up in uh, Buffalo. That's not that's no. I'm thinking of CJ Spiller. Wow, it really is not my day today. Should I just quit? I'm just gonna. You know what? Let's let's take a break. No. Oh no. Wait. No. Because I still got to talk about college football, and there's a bit going on here in college football. All right. So this week we had a lot of the bowl games, which are hitting heating up. So just to recap the the big ones. The Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl, right? UAB beat Northern Illinois in that one. The DXL Frisco Bowl with Ohio beating San Diego State 27 to nothing. Nice goose egg there, San Diego State. 
Um, on Thursday, we had the bad boy mowers, Gasparilla Bowl, <laughs> with Marshall beating out South Florida 38-20. to And then Friday was Florida International. They beat Toledo 35-32. And the Makers wanted Bahamas Bowl. That's the bowl I want to go play in. You're going to be in the Bahamas? Yeah. All right, BYU, they beat Western Michigan in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And what a famous bowl it was. Uh, Zach Wilson for BYU. The dude had four touchdowns, 317 yards. Saturday, that was yesterday. Wake Forest, 37, beats Memphis, 34. Uh, and that was in the Jared the Jared Birmingham Bowl. Army, we're going to talk about that in a moment. But that was the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. That was a good one. Troy beat Buffalo 42-32 in the Dollar General Bowl. Uh, Louisiana Tech beat Hawaii 31-14. That was in the SoFi Hawaii Bowl. And then we don't have any bowl games until Wednesday. But just to give you an idea of what to look forward to for this week, you have the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl between BC and Boise State, number 25 in the country there, Boise State. The Quick Lane Bowl, Minnesota and Georgia Tech, California and TCU in the Cheez-It Bowl. Thursday, you have Temple and Duke on the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. New Era Pinstripe Bowl between Miami and Wisconsin. It's at Yankee Stadium. Uh, the Baylor Baylor and Vanderbilt, they play in the Academy Sports Outdoor Texas Bowl. The, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl, because got to have that end in there. Uh, Friday, you have Pursue and Auburn. That's in the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl because why don't we just add more names to this thing? Syracuse and West Virginia in the Camping World Bowl. Wisconsin, uh, not Wisconsin, Washington State and Iowa State, they play in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Saturday, you have Florida and Michigan in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Uh, South Carolina and Virginia in the Belk Bowl. Arkansas State and Nevada, that's the... Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. Okay, then. And then, of course, you got your college football semifinals next Sunday. No, not Sunday. Is that Sunday? It's next Saturday. Stop being crazy, Nick. Notre Dame and Clemson. They're in the Cotton Bowl. And then, oh, that's hosted by Goodyear, by the way. And then Oklahoma and Alabama. They're in the Orange Bowl. And that one's hosted by Capital One. So uh, those are the two, obviously, the two big ones. But you could go into all the other bowls. Um, that you'd really like to see. While we're on the subject of bowl games, holy cow, Army Black Knights beat Houston 70-14. to That 56-point win ties an FBS record for largest margin of victory in a bowl game. Uh, the previous one was set by Tulsa. They beat uh, Bowling Green 63-7 to in the 2008 GMAC Bowl. Army's 70 points. That's the first time since 1955 when it scored 80. That's the highest it scored since 1955 when it scored 81 against Furman. And those were the days of the draft. That's when that's when the Army really had a good team. So, um, yeah, exciting stuff there. And then big news in Ohio State. So we mentioned a few weeks ago, Urban Meyer, he's done as the head coach of Ohio State. However, he will be remaining with the school as the assistant athletic director. What that means, nobody really knows, but it most likely means that eventually he's going to be the athletic director. So good for you, Urban Meyer, because 
all the other teams that you've crushed over the last few years don't have to actually play against you. And it stinks for whoever is going to be your replacement because they'll always have you looking over their shoulder. All right, let's take a quick break when we come back. NBA talk, uh, because i got to love my NBA talk. And then, of course, my favorite sport, hockey on ice. That's right, ice hockey. It's all the rage up in Canada. And then when we get back from our other break, we'll talk about Major League Baseball and why, well, I, I don't want to spoil it, but we're going to talk about who has the best pitching staff in baseball. So stick with us, friends, because Sports 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 will be right back. Vikings at their own 39. It's third down. Three receivers right, feel and left. Marshawn Lattimore, 12 yards from Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay oh, my God. Oh, my God. 30. No, upon us friends i hope you have your north faces and your psls ready because you're going to need them i have to say both of those companies have really good branding i mean who, who doesn't want that for their own company we here at sports 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 are looking for the same like-minded companies who want to grow their brands by advertising through us want to be involved it's easy just email us at sports 3 podcast at gmail.com again that's sports 3x podcast at gmail.com Com. Right now we're offering free advertising on our show, so please shoot us a message and take advantage of this offer. Okay, that's all I have to say. Let's get back to the show. To the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. Welcome back. Let's talk a little NBA, the National Basketball Friends of America. That's what that stands for, right? It's not. Okay. All right. The Clippers, they got a win over the Nuggets, 132 to 111. That was a huge win for the Clippers. Uh, Wizards, they beat the Suns, 149 to 146. Much closer than anyone would have expected. Um, and, and, Trevor Ariza got to play against his former team. 76ers, they got a win over the Raptors. I so wanted to go to this game, and I didn't get a chance to. So 26 points for Ben Simmons, 12 rebounds. That's a double-double. The Heat, they beat the Bucks, 94-87. to Rockets get a win over the Spurs, 108-101. to Warriors with a 120-116 win over the Mavs. And the Thunder get a win over the Jazz, 107-106. And then for some of today's games, you got the Celtics. They get a win, 119 to 103. Al Horford back in the lineup for the Celts. Suddenly they're good again. Helps to have all your players playing. The Nets, they beat the Suns. Poor Suns, two, two days and two wins and two losses for, you know what I mean. Sorry, I got the hiccups. All right, the Nets, they 111 to 103 versus the Suns. The Bulls, they get a win over the Cavs, 112-92, to two teams that are probably playing for a draft pick. The Heat, they win 115-91 over the Magic. The Kings, 122-117 over the Pelicans. Uh, the Hawks, they got a win 98-95, uh, that was over the Pistons. The Pacers beat the Wizards, 105-89 to today. 
And then some of the games that are going on right now, the Thunder, they had a big one against the Timberwolves. Really close game at the moment. It's currently 45-44, to 44, uh, and we're about halfway through the second half. Uh, the Clippers and Warriors. Um, Clippers are losing, but it's close, 24-19. to 19. And again, that one's also getting... That one's still in the first quarter, so still plenty of time left there. Mavericks and Trailblazers, they play late one tonight. And then the Grizzlies and the Lakers, they also play tonight. Let's look at those standings, all right? Why don't we do that? So, in the East, Toronto Raptors still on top, 25-10. to 10. The uh, the Bucks are right under them, 22-10. Then the Pacers, 22-12. And then the 76ers, 22-12. But two big wins in a row for the Sixers. They're 6-4 six for their last 10. The Pacers and Bucks looking pretty good right now, while the Raptors, not as much. They're 5-5 five, five and five in their last 10 games. Celtics, they're going to be picking up big time, I think, now that they're healthy again. And then you got the Hornets. They're at 16-15. and 15, And then our two losers, the Heat and the Pistons. And I call them the losers because they have losing records, 15-16 and 16 per team. Uh, and that's unfortunate for the Pistons. They're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. And at one point, it was looking like they'd be a high high seed. Oh, let me just crack my neck there. All right. Uh, and then you have the teams that uh, are close. The Orlando Magic, they're 14 and 17. The Nets are 15 and 19. And they're actually looking pretty good right now. The Wizards, they're, they're 13 and 21. And then you have the ultimate losers, which are the Hawks, Knicks, Bulls, and Cavaliers. All four of them are going for a really good pick in the draft. Um, also the Suns, but that's out in the West, which we're going to talk about right now. The Nuggets are still on top, but now it's a three-way tie between the Nugs, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Golden State Warriors. The Nuggets and uh, Thunder, they're at 21 and 10. The Warriors are at 22 and 11. Then you have the Lakers at 19 and 13. Clippers at 19 and 13. Trailblazers are 18 and 14. Rockets have rocketed themselves into playoff contention at 17 and 15. They're 6 and 4 in their last 10 games. And then you have the Kings, who are now in, in there as well at 17 and 15. Spurs have been winning a lot lately. They're right underneath that playoff line. And then the Grizzlies, who have dropped hard these last this last week. Uh, so did the Mavericks. And then you have the Utah Jazz and the Pelicans. Even even the Timberwolves. It, really, any one of them could get on a hot streak and make it into those playoffs. The only team that has no chance right now is the Suns, who are 8-25. and 25. So the West, as usual, really big logjam going on. The East, as usual, you have like three teams that look really good, and then everyone else is just trash. All right, so uh, was there anything else I want to talk about the NBA? Well, Austin Rivers, uh, he was traded part of that Trevor Ariza trade and then released by the Suns, didn't get to play a game, and now he's lobbed on with the Rockets. So, yeah, maybe it's not all about nepotism. I don't know. People want this guy to play. Uh, Derek Rose, he sat out today against the Thunder. He had a sore ankle. Um, and the 76ers, they're not sure if Markel Fultz is coming back this season. What appeared to be, well, four to six weeks of physical therapy doesn't look like it's four to six weeks of physical therapy, but you know what? They they probably have already given up on this guy months ago, so I suppose that's okay. Let's talk hockey. On Saturday, the Bruins beat the Predators 5-2. to Patrice Bergeron with two goals. Blue Jackets get a win over the Flyers 4-3. to That one was a nail-biter. 
Panthers win 2-1 to one over the Red Wings. The Blues get a win over the Flames 3-1. to one. Golden Knights fall to the Canadians in overtime 4-3. to three. The Sharks, they lost to the Kings in overtime 3-2 to two right there. Kovalchuk with that overtime goal. The Sabres, they get a 3-0 win over the Duckies. Uh, the Maple Leafs crush the Rangers 5-3. to three. The Capitals were really upset after they lost to the Penguins earlier this week. They managed to crush the Senators 4-2-0. And that's uh, Copley's first ever shutout. The Penguins, they won 3-0 with Murray back in the lineup. Bit of a goalie situation going on there. Penguins have won their three last games. Avalanche fall to the Coyotes 6-4. Whew, high score in the game there. Stars 2-1 win over the Wild. That one went to overtime. The Lightning still crushing out there 6-3 over the Oilers. And then the Jets get one over the Canucks. Looking at today's games, the Red Wings, well, there's... Where, where are the ones that ended? The Hurricanes, they beat the Bruins 5-1. to one. Uh, Blue Jackets beat the Devils 3-0. And then some of the ongoing games right now, you have the Red Wings and Maple Leafs tied in the first. Panthers and Blackhawks tied in the first. And the Rangers leading the Flyers 1-0. And then a couple late games tonight, including Islanders, Stars, Coyotes, Sharks, and Kings versus Golden Knights. Let's look at those standings. So, in the East, the, the Atlantic Division Tampa Bay. I mean, they're they're just dominating right now. They're 9-0-1 in their last 10 games. No one can seem to beat them in regulation. That's 19 point. That's a 19-point streak right there. Uh, the Maple Leafs, they have 50 points. Um, and then, the, oh, well, okay, so Lightning have 58 points. Maple Leafs with 50. And then you have the Sabres at 47 with the Bruins and Canadians as your two wild card teams. They have 44 and 43, respectively. I feel a sneeze coming on. Let's see if it comes. Nope, not coming. Perfect. Uh, The Capitals for the Metropolitan, they're still up there at 47 points, but they've been a little shaky the last few weeks. Right behind them are the Blue Jackets on a four-game winning streak. They're at 45. And then the Penguins, like I said, three-game winning streak for them. They're at 42. So the Metro is becoming that logjam we expected it to be. Remember a few weeks ago, you had like the Islanders, the Hurricanes, even the Rangers were like your top three teams. Yep, it's back to Capitals, Blue Jackets, Penguins as usual. I mean, come on. Were you expecting anything different to happen? You shouldn't have. The Islanders are close. They're at 38 points, but they got to do a lot if they want to get into the playoffs. All right, into the West, the Central. The Jets have overtaken first place over the Predators, who looked unstoppable for the last few weeks. Preds have lost their last four games. Uh, behind them is the Avalanche. And then you have the Dallas Stars at 39. They'll get one of those two wildcard slots. In the Pacific, you have the Flames on top at 47 points. The Sharkies at 44. The Golden Knights pushing their way into the playoffs at 43. And then the Ducks getting that last playoff slot at 43. Oilers are close. They're at 39. So they're actually tied with the Stars. Uh, But I think the Stars have the advantage. Either way, we're still plenty of time until we get to those playoffs. These teams have only played about 38, 39 games apiece. Let's the Blues, who for some reason have only played 34. Either way, still, we're, we're not even halfway through the season. We're getting close, though. Getting close to that halfway point. All right, why don't we take a break? What do you think? Sound good to you? Sounds good to me. Folks, I'll see you all in a minute. It's Schultz working it back in deep. Fresh from the bench, it's Crosby. Crosby on Kunitzen shot. with the second of the game. Fresh legs by Crosby and a bunch of 
bunch of happy humans here in Pittsburgh. Are your briefs too stretchy? Well, now they don't have to be with stiff pants. Now with only 45% chance of impotence. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. You know what would work better here though? Your own ad. Nick Drago here again, offering you a piece of the action right here, right now. Best part is it could be anything you want it to be. No, wait, that's not the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering free ad space. So if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. It won't cost you a dime, and I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. Here's the 0-1. This is going to be a tough play. Bryant, the Cubs win the World Series. Bryant makes the play. It's over. And the Cubs have finally won it all. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's talk some baseball. Even though there's no baseball going on right now, this is the most exciting time of year for the sport. There was one reason and one reason only, and that is, of course, free agency. So this week, some of the big things. There were a couple of trades. First off, the Brewers traded Santana. The Mariners will get Gamble out of that one. The Dodgers, they traded Matt Kemp and Yasiel Puig, along with um, the, the pitcher Wood, um, <clears throat> to Cincinnati. They get Homer Bailey, but realistically... This move is all about making space financially and on the roster. First off, listen, Dodgers have been looking to get rid of Yasiel Puig for years now. Same thing with Matt Kemp. I mean, well, not really the same thing with Matt Kemp, but he's not the guy he used to be. Why are the Dodgers doing this? Because right now, Bryce Harper is considering playing for LA. I'm sorry, this is the only Dodgers hat I have. And yeah, it's Brooklyn, but... Who cares? It looks better anyway. Go Brooklyn! All right. But there's another team in the mix here because the Cubbies. Where's my hat? The Cubbies are talking about getting, trying to get uh, Bryce to consider playing for them. So right now there are the two front runners in the Bryce Harper race. Surprise, surprise. The guy's going to want to play for a contender. If it was me, I would totally choose the Cubs just because Wrigley is awesome. So is Wrigleyville. LA? Eh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, LA fans. Manny Machado, meanwhile, has continued his East Coast tour. He visited three teams this week. First was Chicago, the White Sox. I, I don't have a White Sox hat, so I'm just leaving this one on. The second was the Yankees over in New York, and the third were the Phillies. Apparently, there's a fourth team in the mix, which, let's be honest, if it's East Coast, it's probably going to be either the Braves, Orioles, or Red Sox. And yes, I think he would consider going back to Baltimore, but they're pretty low on the list. However, he's already told us his preferred destination, and guess what? It is the Yankees. That's right. Manny Machado has told his friends, family, whoever, that he wants to play in New York. The question is, are the Yankees going to have the money? Not, not are they going to have the money. That's never been a question ever, ever, ever questioned about the Yankees. Does he want to take a pay cut to play for the greatest franchise in baseball? And before you go on complaining that the Yankees aren't the greatest franchise, they've won 27 World Series, all right? They are. Do you want to go play in the pinstripes but take less money? Or do you want to go the Patrick Corbin route and take a ridiculous amount of money that you're probably not worth and probably never win a World Series? I don't know. I'm going to let you decide. I'm going to go back to my Hartford hat, though, because, because I want to. Give me one second here. 
Here we go. And for those, of course, not watching this on YouTube, you're probably like, what is he talking about with the hats? I apologize. You should find us on our YouTube channel. I'm, I'm a lot more um, exciting to actually watch instead of listen to. Although, for those of you not watching the YouTube channel, you have the beauty of not having to see my face. Some other big news from this week. The Yankee CC Sabathia, he had a heart procedure. They put in a stent which is basically just a, it, it's basically something to just help more blood flow through uh, your arteries. Um, it's most likely, though, that he'll return for this season. So, good work there, CC. While we're on the subject, though, of Major League Baseball, I want to talk about, well, not just Major League Baseball, but Major League Baseball and pitching. I want to talk about something here. So, everybody is obsessed with, everybody, a lot of, listen, there are a lot of Yankees fans that watch this show, and it's understandable. I'm from New York. I have a lot of friends and family from New York, and so they love watching the show, and they also love the Yankees. And the big complaint I've been hearing is that the Yankees need to go for a pitcher, but why? You have CC, Tanaka, Severino, Hap. Uh, who am I missing? Wait, CC. Oh, and the, and uh, Paxton, who they just brought in from the Mariners. All five of those guys, in some way, shape, or form, have been an ace on any other club. So I crunched some numbers this week because I, I, in my own sense of mind, wanted to see who does have the best pitching rotation in baseball and do the Yankees need to add something to their roster. So right now, I'm going to lay it all on the line. The number one team in baseball, if you compare... Stats like strikeouts, ERA, war, everything. <sighs> it's the Boston Red Sox. I know. I know. I was sick to my stomach when I saw it. I had to do the numbers twice just to make sure it wasn't too good to be true. But the Boston Red Sox, believe it or not, have the best pitching rotation in baseball right now. However, number two would be both the Yankees and Indians. Yeah, they're they're that close that I would... Uh, basically say they're tied. In fact, the Indians are number one. Their pitching staff was number one for strikeouts, number one for war, and number one for wins last year. But their ERA, they let up way too many runs, and that basically shut the rest of them down. That, that shot them down three spots in the rankings here. After those three teams, the, the Red Sox, Yankees, Indians, you then have the Astros, the Mets, the Phillies, the Rockies, Dodgers, Cardinals, and Braves rounding out your top 10. Where are the Nationals? Patrick Corbin, Mr. Moneybags, 11. That's with him on the roster. They are ranked 11th. And now you're probably wondering, well, wait, is what if your math's not right? No, I've checked out other websites. Fangraphs agrees. Red Sox have the best in baseball. Yankees, Indians, really close behind them. So do the Yankees need another player? Well, CeCe's... Coming back from a heart surgery, so I don't really know how well he's going to be. J.A. Happ's 36 years old. Tanaka is iffy at best. And then you have Severino and Paxson, who are probably going to do pretty darn well. So, yeah, they could stand to bring in somebody. Maybe Kutchel or I don't know who else. But, as of right now, they actually have a pretty strong team. It's just, unfortunately, they play in the same uh, division as the Red Sox. And for those of you who are super duper curious, yes, the Blue Jays and Orioles are last. 
along with the Marlins and Angels. And then you have some other teams up there as well. The other big names on the, well, the one other big name I want to talk about today is Craig Kimbrell, who has been fighting, fighting, fighting for a $100 million contract. The only team willing to give him that money is the Boston Red Sox. And let's face it, is he worth $100 million? Probably not. I mean, realistically, no relief pitcher has ever gotten that much money. Not even Mariano Rivera or Trevor Hoffman. So do you think you're worth it? You've helped them win one World Series. Honestly, somebody's going to pay the man because they're going to want him to play there. But once again, you have the same issue as Manny Machado. Are you going to take less money to play somewhere else? Or are you going to play take less money to win again? Or pay more money to just kind of sit there, lose probably get traded at one point because eventually someone else is going to eat that contract. Either way, Craig, come on, man. $100 million? Not worth it. You're not worth it. All right, friends and family, we're going to wrap up the show here today. Um, I love hearing from my fans, so I do want to say the Yankees pitching story was actually inspired by a family friend, John Asaro, who uh, mentioned it in one of our um, one of our comment sections. So, I told him that I would talk about the Yankees pitching on the show this week, and I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say about what I said. Um, we also got uh, Zach Bennett sent me a nice little message saying he was a big fan of last week's show. So thank you, Zach, for typing in. Of course, our social media warriors, Joe Calabro, Mary Kay Albert, Jorge Pajares, Lois Butler, my own mother, Lori Drago, have all been uh, really kind. Last week's episode was a big success. I really hope we get some more like that in the future. Please listen in. Go to Google. Don't go to... Well, you could go to Google, I guess. Huh. All right, go to Google. Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Facebook. Type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago, and then you can like, comment, tweet, 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 share, email. Oh, our email, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I can't believe I forgot to say that. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. This might be the first time I haven't said it 400 times in the show, so... Shoot us an email, sportsrxpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I had to fit that in there. All right, friends. Santa Claus is coming to town. I'm going to go to sleep or something because I'm sure the elves are going to want to listen to this thing. Santa's going to want to listen to this thing on his way down tomorrow night. So please, have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Oh, wait. I'm going to see you before that. Don't don't have a Happy New Year just yet. Next week, you can. But not right now because this year's not over. All right, man. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I'll see you all next Sunday.